Hello, my name is Sam Becker, and I'm the Brookings First United Methodist Church's Worship Technology and Media Director. On behalf of our pastors, Pete Grassow and Krista Ducker, I welcome you to this episode of Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is a full audio version of the sermon and scripture from each week's Sunday morning and Wednesday Manna in the Middle services. Today's message is delivered by Pastor Pete Grassow on July 18th, 2021. You can watch the entire service on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. Now, here's Pastor Pete with Jesus Meets Children. We have been following a teaching series over the last couple of weeks entitled Who is My Neighbor? And and growing out of that, the, the question that that the teacher of the law asked Jesus, the response, love your neighbors yourself. We have looked at various examples of who might be a neighbor. Our example for today found in Matthew chapter 19, and I'm going to read verses 13 to 15. So, reading from Matthew 19, picking up verse 13. Then children were brought to him that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked the people, but Jesus said, Let the little children come to me. And do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and went away. Just so far. So, so I have a question. Do you remember what it was like being a child in an adult world? Back when you were little, surrounded by grown-ups. I will admit one of my memories was of knees. Everywhere was knees because I was knee high. And you had to crane your neck to try and see the faces of people speaking to you. Of course, some of us have memories of special mom hugs or playing games of football or basketball with the uncles in the yard. But I do have one abiding memory. A memory of these words that still ring with me today. Children should be seen and not heard. Basically, you can hang around the grown-ups as long as you don't disturb us. Which is essentially the story we have just read. Children were brought to Jesus so that he could bless them. It was believed that the prayers of a rabbi could protect your children from harm. But but here's the thing. The disciples felt their rightful place to rebuke the child-minders. Their children were disturbing the rabbi. Now, there is a cultural backdrop to this. Children were thought to hold the lowest status in society in the world of Jesus. At best, the people around Jesus saw children as low-level subordinates, 
subject to the wishes and whims of parents, usually the father. Children worked for the family business or were hired out to bring income to the family. Young girls were married off as soon as they reached puberty, most often without their consent, as it was the father's place to negotiate the marriage of his daughter. But at worst, children were not seen as persons, as real people, until their coming-of-age ceremonies. And so they could be sold into slavery, or traded for goods, or made to work in the fields. And it is this social culture that persuaded the disciples that children should not waste the time of their important teacher. And as I think about this, I wonder if there are still not vestiges of this today. Yes, of course, we can point to parts of the world where children are set to work as soon as they can walk. And there is the dreadful practice of trial trafficking for sex or for labor. But I do wonder if this is not also a little closer to home. And I invite us to think of the moments when we as adults attempted to brush the concerns of our children aside or brush aside our grandchildren as being less important than the grown-ups agenda. I think of the many ways we make decisions without our children and then we just inform them of what we have decided, as if they have no capacity to be part of the decision-making process. And I find this particularly sharp in church life, where we are tempted to see church as the occupation of adults. We might even call children to the front for a story, but but then they must return to their seats to be seen and not heard. To go back to our story, Jesus was having none of this. He not only ignored the socially accepted view of his culture, but he changed it. Matthew 19, 14, Jesus says, Let the little children come to me and do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of heaven belongs. In other words, take the children seriously. Because the kingdom of God belongs to them as well. So, so don't push them aside. And out of this, the challenge. The challenge for you and I to think of developing child-friendly spaces around us. Those spaces where we intentionally listen to our children instead of talking at them. Uh, to develop child-friendly worship. Here's my question. How are children going to learn to pray if we do not pray with them? Especially this morning, I'm talking to those who are fathers or grandfathers. If you leave all the praying to a mother or to a grandma, your children will think that men do not pray. I challenge the men who listen to me. Take hands with your children, take hands with your grandchildren, and teach them to pray. 
But I think there's more to this than a child-friendly world. Let's listen to those words of Jesus again. I Take us back to Matthew 19, 14. Let the little children come to me and do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of heaven belongs. Jesus stated that the reason the children should be allowed to come to him is because the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like children. We might have to rethink how we hear these words. Because this isn't just about God loving cute children. This was the recognition that there was a whole category of people who find themselves in the same position as children. This is literally an invitation to look for those invisible people. People who are as invisible as children. Look for your invisible neighbors in your life. I, I really see Jesus seizing on a teachable moment, a moment when Jesus seems to say, the kingdom is for those who are like children in this world. And in the world of Jesus, they were the poor, the hungry, the dispossessed, those without rights and without any esteem in the community. Those people who are never consulted, those people who get decisions made for them, those people who are silenced by the powerful. Remember, says Jesus, the kingdom of God is for them too. As at other times in this teaching series, Jesus reminds those who follow him that the neighbor is to be found amongst those who've been marginalized by society. Look at our children, says Jesus to discover who God wants to include in the new world of God's love. Thank you for listening to today's message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get yours. And be sure to watch for new podcasts from us launching in the coming months. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page, Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of the pastors of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening and see you next time. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 9367199, streaming plus license number 21039161. Visit brookingsmethodist.org for more information.